What it do, what it do. It's your girl, Jess Be Real, and we're back for another episode of Jess Be Real Podcast. Um, again, I told you I'm trying to strive more towards just having me on here. So, enough of me chatting. Let's get real. All right. Hope you guys had a great weekend. I know I'm a little late with this episode. Um, it's supposed to get released yesterday. But, you know, unexpected things happen, so at least we're still here. I know it's been, like, I'm supposed to be on my two weeks. So I think now that it's me, I might be able to give y'all just a little bit more and kind of go into every week. I'm going to try to get back into that um, occasionally. But even still, I like the anticipation having y'all wait. <laughs> but, um, yes, last episode to start off the season premiere was with my bro, Anthony Penny. I hope y'all checked it out. It was called Black Boy Joy. Great way to kick off the season, season two, season two, wow, um, to kick off season two, um, and you know, my last episode that I had was just me was called Y220s, which is right before my 30th birthday, um, so because today is almost kind of sort of the last day of Virgo season, it's crazy how I started with y'all on Virgo season, and here we are almost towards the end of the season, which will be ending tomorrow, sad face, but, um, since it is the 21st, shout out to my girl Candy. Today is her birthday. She's living it up right now. Um, my virtual workout partner, much blessings to you because I know she is tapped into Just Be Real Podcast on a regular. So definitely sending you some love today, babe. Um, <clears throat> and pretty much I'll give you a little recap. My 30th birthday was dope. Um, my friends really came through. They came through with the 90s theme. The 90s theme was lit. Um, some of y'all probably seen pictures on Instagram. I was fully vested into this 90s theme. Um, even had it down to the pajamas for the jammy jam. Um, birthday outfits were all 90s inspired. So it was pretty dope given I was born 1990 and I turned 30. And I couldn't go out the country, but just know for 31, I will be acting up. Okay? Period. Um, so hopefully the girls and I are trying to plan a trip next year, a couple trips, um, given that, you know, we ain't really going nowhere this year. I had a chance to do nothing but stack. So ain't no reason why we just can't go out and flourish, you know, normalize black people in uh, love and luxury. Like if we called gaudy or doing too much when we flash, depending, I guess it's subjective, but depending on what it is, but it was so dope. My cake was super dope. They had the house party theme, birthday cake triple layer two-tier cake literally just finished the cake this past friday that's how much cake it was got an ice cream cake got henny infused cupcakes i know how i feel about my henny it was just a good vibe good time with great people um i'm still skeptical about pandemic so yes it was held in the house i was majority in the house majority of the time except for when we go went to go get seafood boil but it was really a vibe like it was good energy especially because i put them on to a house divided you know i put everybody on but it was really fun it still feels weird to say that i'm 30 but i am grateful and blessed to be here to see a new decade in a new decade um it's been just a lot of growth like i said before in that last episode of y220s it's been a lot of growth a lot of changes uh a lot of good qualities in myself i like to see that attribute to my character um and my morals of how I was raised. So it's been pretty dope. Um, even though we have been in Mars retrograde, it has been a lot of positive things that has come out of Mars retrograde. I don't know if you guys are hip or in tune to what Mars retrograde is. Look it up. Um, but a lot of positivity has been coming out, reconnecting with old people, 
um, you know, it's always good to reconnect. So it, it's been pretty dope. So in case you guys cared, that's what happened for my 30th. 30 was pretty dope, pretty lit. So shout out to Britt. Shout out to Taylor. Shout out to Jazz. Y'all some real ones. And I got some 30 rainbow color balloons, like the, the, the number 30 rainbow color balloons. So, so dope. Like, I've never seen them before. But it was kind of, like, super dope. So, like, shout out to Jazz for those. So, yeah. It's pretty good. But today, we're going to talk about something that I find is very crucial. Um, I feel like it's a big implementation to our day-to-day now in society, which is social subscriptions. Yes, social media. Social media is such a tool that's used, whether it can be for good or be for bad. And I'm not going to say evil, but for bad. It all depends on how you use it. Um, and it's crazy to think about the progression of how social media has transformed over the years. Like, it's crazy to think, like, really people back in the 80s had, like, dial-up and they really used their phone line, plugged into this dinosaur monitor with this dinosaur computer, and literally you were on it to kind of, like, get information. Because you remember, I don't know if you guys remember, like, what is it? The Almanac, so, like, encyclopedias is pretty much how you used to have to look for information. I know I had to do it for, like, research for, like, current events and stuff. Or, like, look up stuff that I needed for homework assignments that I had to do. Because the internet wasn't that that big um, in the 90s. Like, it was kind of just on the verge. So, I just think it's crazy how we go from something like that with, like, Apple. Because I know y'all probably had the Apple computers with, like, the color different monitors kind of thing. And where it was just, like, you really were taught how to use a computer, like, typing kind of thing. To where we are now where it's, like, pretty much our phones are our mini computers. That's kind of crazy. We're pretty much also as well, we're using everything where it's wireless, like AirPods, wireless, headphones, wireless. Where It's like, you know, we've really progressed in technological advancement where we probably thought we were going to be like the Jetsons because I think that's everybody's mind or thought when you first saw the Jetsons. And for y'all who don't know, y'all might be a little too young, but Google what the Jetson family was. And we thought we were going to be living like the Jetson. And in reality, we're still living the same lives, just a little bit more technology advancements. Um, even down to our cars. Cars, or you even have smart cars now. Like, smart TVs. It's crazy, you know? Um, but it is dope. So, in, in, in the regards to social media, um, you normally have your normal, typical Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok has become now a big phenomenon. Um, Musical.ly was another one. I remember you used to have Tumble or something like Tumblr, something like that, where you used to make little short videos uh, and that kind of thing. And to know now is where we're like, yeah, we can post on social media or kind of recreate things. It's kind of crazy. Um, I remember when Instagram literally had just hit the scene. Um, I had to be like, I want to say, hmm, 17, 18. It was fairly new. Um, it was still a new premise given the fact that you were taking pictures and posting them yourself. Pretty much like doing a Polaroid, which I don't know if you guys ever paid attention to the logo, but the logo for Instagram originally was a Polaroid picture because back in the day when you take a Polaroid, you were able to have the picture right then and there. It would print right out on the film. Um, as opposed to like a digital, uh, digital cameras, which you used to have to take the smart card, upload it that way, which I still have mine. Um, I use those heavy all through high school. I think I had about three of them and I broke probably two out of the three. Um, but my last one was a Fujifilm one. 
digital cameras became a thing. And then, you know, you had your disposables, but you would have to go get those developed and take them, like, to CVS. Like, talking about this, it's really reminding me how prehistoric and how far we've really come with pictures. Um, so I think it was kind of dope that they took the the layout of a Polaroid camera as a logo for Instagram cause, and called it Instagram because it's pretty much an instant picture um, on a program. So... I think the the progression of that logo within itself over the years has been kind of crazy to know that's like the start back up because I found my grandmother's old Polaroid camera and I was looking at it like, yo, this kind of looks like the logo and I kind of put two and two together because, you know, I'm smart like that. And I was like, yo, there really wasn't no such things as like digital cameras. If you wanted a picture to catch in the moment, you really had to have a Polaroid camera. And that pretty much printed out the image at that very moment. Now we just take our phones out. We got an instant picture right then and there. And we're just catching everything in the moment right there. And it's timestamp. So that's crazy to think about that. Facebook was originally a college network. I don't know if many of y'all knew that. Um, where it was pretty much you had to be in college to have an account. I only know this because I was 17 going on 18. 16 going on 17. And one of my homegirls I met when I played ball with overseas, when I played ball overseas one summer, had one. And she had this boy she had a crush on that she met at when we were overseas. And they were both graduating going to college. So they had an account. So I had to fake my age and fake that I was going to college just to get the account. Now Facebook is used for anybody and everybody. So it's not even just more so of a collegiate network as it is to being a social subscription twitter now some of y'all might have missed twitter after dark but that used to be real back in the day in like the early 2000s i was at dell state so it was really popping like twitter was pretty much the creme de la creme of what instagram is now um twitter was if you ever looked i think i had my twitter since october 2009 that's when i hopped on twitter and um still 11 years later I have no more than like 900 some followers that's crazy right but twitter is where it's like black twitter everything's undefeated and i think now the way it's more so used with hashtags um the fact that you can just tweet your thoughts right then i remember they always have like what what are you thinking or what, what's your thoughts or what are you doing or something like that and the thing before it became like an app and it was pretty much asking you to give your play at the current moment what did you feel right now at this present moment um that's kind of like an instagram but an instant kind of message where you had like 350 characters or 250 and could just kind of like speak on what you felt like your innermost thoughts i still feel like twitter to me subconsciously is like a virtual diary where you might be retweeting stuff or tweeting stuff that doesn't fully apply, but in your mind, subconsciously, or in your thought process, you're thinking about that applying to you in some type of way in your life or somebody else's life you know. So depending if your page is public or private, you know the person's going to see it. Like I feel like it's a, a sub or subtweeting, as they say. A subconscious way of thinking. Um, but it can be entertaining. Black Twitter is undefeated. The internet is undefeated, Okay. Black Twitter, I think that's the app I will never, ever be able to delete. Um, I think that's my only app where my page is public. Like, all the rest of my pages are private. I have or certain restrictions because that's just, I feel like each platform has a different audience to acquire. TikTok being the most newest one um, probably was the best way for all of us to get through the pandemic. I know it was for me. That Don't Rush Challenge, I took part in it as well. So me and some of my Sarahs. Um, we did the Dutch Don't Rush Challenge with the sneaker editions because we're all sneaker heads. So 
I know that was kind of keeping us busy when the first beginning of this lockdown, which if I want y'all to think about it, we are in September and we're still on punishment and we started in the cold and it's getting cold again. Okay. We only have how many more months until March where this will be a whole year of us trying to deal with this nonsense. All right. Just wanted to put that out there. Anywho, um, like I was saying, TikTok has pretty much been a way for people to kind of bond and, you know, have some fun and make some entertainment because a lot of our shows, I know y'all know I'm a TV head. I love, I have a show every day of the week. Call me a granny. I don't care. Um, but um, a lot of us have shows that were put on ice or on hiatus because they couldn't film and they couldn't film because of the pandemic and the whole social distancing and being mindful, you know, of the virus, not knowing if you had it, given that some people weren't having symptoms and could have symptoms and being in such close proximity of each other kind of defeated the purpose of not trying to it in the whole stay at home order. So a lot of shows were kind of postponed where it's like they went black because they couldn't pick up where they left off. Like I know Black in Chicago was one, uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville was another because it was beginning to look at being that serious. So we made our own forms of entertainment, TikTok, take old movies, take old videos, you know, act out. I'm goofy. So, you know, I was in love with TikTok. Um, I deleted it because, you know, my own personal preferences. Um, if you guys don't know about why and look up TikTok and the racial, the racial, uh, I won't say acceptance of racial slurs and racial actions don't sit well with me. So I don't do it. Um, anymore, but it was fun while I had it. Like, you know, I'm anybody who knows me, I'm goofy. So that's right up my alley to just like entertain. And now I have a platform to do it, which is going to be fun where I can actually add music. And like, I was doing this kind of stuff before it became TikTok, which I have the videos to prove it. Um, but it's kind of fun. It's, it's been a no, a known way. So, you know, to go to what we have now, because um, I feel like Facebook's more so of a professional thing. I know for me, I used to have my headshot up there for the longest. I keep up with my family kind of on there, ones that I don't talk to often, which gives them kind of a little bit of an insight of what's going on in my life. I'm barely on it, but from time to time, I'll go in there. Maybe I might check my messenger, which is very, very rare because I don't care what goes on there. I'll post and I really will ghost. Post and ghost. That's me. I post and ghost on Facebook um, because my dad's on there and my stepmom. And it's just like there's some things that I feel like I don't want on that network, given that Facebook can be tied is tied to my actual name, which is probably if you Google it, it'll come up. Um, Instagram is more so I have a lot of my fun, mainly my close friends. <laughs> Shout out to my close friends. Um, Instagram is more so where I post like me and my personality on there um my real personality of what i give my friends i go leaving close friends because not everything's meant for everybody um people are most focused on what you're doing instead of how you're doing so that's what i feel like instagram is more of a oh what you doing kind of thing not a how you're doing like nobody's gonna look at your instagram and check on your mental health unless y'all have that type of relationship where you're like well so and so ain't been on for a minute let me just hit them up and you take it offline i'm one of those people like instagram don't make everything for me but believe you me, like I will check on my friends that I know are normally on social media and just check in with them out offline and be like, yo, how's everything? You are right. Because I don't know, it might be something going on that I'm not well aware, well aware of. And they're taking a social media hiatus or a break just because there might be something that, you know, traumatic that happened or they just needed a mental break. And 
normally that's when you got to be mindful of your friends given like I know with me I'm one of those friends where I will I suffer in silence I can sometimes not no more like I used to and you got to be mindful that people go through things and fight battles that they don't they're not going to show on social media social media especially on instagrams you instagram is what you want to make it like I share with you what I want to share with you just because I share it with you and it looks like I'm in a happy space doesn't mean that mentally outside of this, I'm in a happy space. And people seem to forget it. Like it's an all perceived, preconceived notion of what you want to make out of it because it's still going to be an assumption because you don't fully know what it is unless you and my close friends and I'm like unveiling to you what it really is. You don't really know what it is or what's going on. So Instagram is just that. It's for me when I'm in, you know, pictures. Before the pandemic, I was barely ever on Instagram or posting, um, mainly in just my story. Now, since I've had more time, I've been closed up in the house and bored. I try to, I post as much as I possibly can now. Not as much as I can, but a little bit more than usual. Trust me, when outside comes back open, or probably even soon because it's about to get cold, I'm probably going to go MIA again for like months at a time like I do. Um, and the only reason why I think I came back to Instagram for a second is to let people know I was alive because you know, <laughs> I would be the person who would go off of Instagram and whole time might be having a whole secret marriage or pregnancy and y'all know nothing about it and then just come back out of nowhere. And then, you know, y'all like, oh, Jess, where you been? And whole time I have a whole kid that will never be on social media and then it's just me again. Like, I would be that person, which might be an uh, inclination if y'all ever see that happen. Um, and I feel like I said, Twitter is just more of a wish or let me tell you what I'm feeling and how I'm feeling the type of situation. So, like, in that moment, you're letting it know what's being known, what is done. TikTok is more so fun. You know, that kind of thing. So, to know we started from AOL dial-up. I know some of y'all remember that little running man and the little scratching, you know, dinner kind of thing when you used to have to have the phone line tied up back in the day. Your mother be like, you want a computer, but this time to this time, because I need my phone line freed up. This is before, you know, you had call waiting and like broadband to kind of like separate the two and still have your phone active. But like AOL used to have AOL chat and like that's AOL instant messenger, which is really the way we used to communicate back in the day in the early 2000s because text messaging was not free. Okay. It's unlimited now, but in the early 2000s, it was not unlimited. So AIM was our text messaging. <clears throat> it's crazy because I was just talking with some of my old friends that we went to all went to middle school together. And literally, I don't know about y'all, but kids in New York, we had sidekicks and we had Nextels. We had both phones. And I'm going to tell you why we had two phones. I don't know. And I'm pretty sure anybody else can to attest to this in New York. But as New Yorkers, a lot of us kids were spoiled rotten because we had Nextels, and, um, which were chirps, and um, sidekicks. Or you would have a Blackberry and another phone. I know for me, I was young. I was 12 and I had a pager. <laughs> Yes, and I still remember the pager number. I still have my pager. It's a Motorola blue pager. I'll never forget it. My mom gave it to me when she got her first cell phone, which is a Nokia. So I had a pager. And back then, you still need a pay phone to call back to see what the message was or what your parent wanted because there was always a code. I don't remember how that works no more, but there was a code. Um, so it's pagers to go to phones. AIM was a big thing because we didn't have unlimited text messaging and AIM was instant messenger. So when you had a sidekick that was a part of the phone where you could put on your away message and be like, away, be right back, or BBL, or BRB, or out so-and-so, like, and your friends knew you were away, which means, like, if you write me, you're going to get my away message. But you had a list of all your screen names. I will never forget. Mine was uh, Baby Delicious 27. Yes, delicious as in delicious from Flavor of Love Delicious. 
Um, cause that show was pretty much out at that time and I always had a big butt. <laughs> so, um, that became my nickname. Delicious became my nickname when she came out and then it was baby delicious 827 cause you know, my birthday. So, and little sneaker freak 34, <laughs> that was another one. Like remember you used to put the little in front of everything. Little sneaker freak 34 was another one. Um, just Jess. 0827, that was another one I had. I had a bunch of them because I was always getting locked on my damn account. But, like, it was cool because you had the dial-up. I don't know if y'all remember Sconex. Sconex was, like, for high school students. It was a Facebook for high school. Probably bringing it back. Probably don't remember it. And then you had MySpace, which you had. MySpace was, like, your top five, top eight, major. Do y'all not know we were coding before we knew coding was coding? Like, you know you had to do your layout on your MySpace, but you had to know exactly the right algorithm and the right code to get that specific background or get your MySpace page popping or go ahead and have that music play when somebody comes to your page. Be like, oh, Blase Blah owns this. Remember y'all used to own pictures? <laughs> So-and-so owns this pic, Blase Blah. Like, and you had your top five. Like, it's crazy. Like, when I go went back to my MySpace, I used to think I was fat, and whole time I was damn near a toothpick and had this big head with this long hair, wearing these glasses. Oh, Jesus. It was, uh, man, my goodness. And those are the days I used to wear polo shirts underneath the long sleeve shirts. That was like a thing, like a thing thing. Like, we were above our time. I say that a lot of us are bridge millennials where we kind of were the ones who had a first email account first you know we're coding before it's time knew how to communicate with social media hence why millennials are right now i feel the most top tier threat to society because a lot of the generations before us pretty much had to learn what we were pretty much born into um which is why it's kind of like there's so many requirements of what your school set is on a computer because listen back in the day they didn't really have to have the strict qualifications to have jobs they pretty much were like seniority. Like you're going to develop. You start from the bottom, then you make it to your top. Whereas like now a lot of us are going to college, have degrees. Where we're going right to what your top is because we are pretty much learning it in our institutions, in our curriculums. So coding, we were doing that before it became a thing. And I wish I still knew how to do it because maybe I should have went to engineer to become an engineer or like do a programming. Be like Dwayne Wayne and make up my own like kids learning system like he did with the baseball and the, the vocab words. I maybe I could have made more money, you know. Hmm. Anyway, um, like it's so much progression. Um, but now I can say it's social subscriptions because it's such a phenomenon. Like, I feel like it's discounted the realism of common interpersonal skills. And I'll break that down for y'all because I probably was like, "Well, damn, smarty pants." Could you not just use layman terms? Um, I feel like it depicts a life of a false reality. Um, it's an ideology of what life should be lived as into a real aspect of, like I said, you let people see what you want them to see. It's never something where, you know what I'm saying? You're forced to have interaction and learn your interpersonal skills. So when I say interpersonal skills, I mean, know how to communicate with somebody, know how to be, you know, empathetic, compassionate, um, have an understanding of tone, dialect, deflection, inflection, um, being able to, you know, understand emotions where it's not just like I'm hearing to respond, I'm listening to understand type thing. 
and know how to deal with different adversities of people's personalities. I feel like you can get a personality perspective on social media, but it's not as best as the real thing. Like, for instance, okay, I hung out with one of my old friends that I haven't hung out with since we were like kids. So me as a kid, back when there wasn't any social media, now to me as an adult is not going to be the same in general and in, in, in hindsight in general. But because we've only connected through social media is how we first reconnected. That's not going to guarantee that you know who I am because I'm going to let you know what I want to let you know. Like 2016, I wasn't going to be posting that I was unemployed and struggling to pay my rent. Like I was not going to post that. Given that's what people feel like we should be posting, but nobody's really going to be posting their downfalls like that. Or especially if they're going through them at the moment, like it might be perceived as a sign of weakness or it leaves room for judgment. And have people to force their opinions on you of what they think of your situation when you're currently going through that. And that applies to life in general. You know what I'm saying? People are always going to have something to say. And it's going to go ahead and affect you in a way as much as you don't want to. But there's some sort of satisfaction you're looking for or some type of reaction you want by posting what you post or doing what you do or however. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's some type of, of tapping that you want somebody to have, whether it be good or bad or indifferent. Like, so... I feel like it sets the standards of us having to still acquire those skills by having social media, but using it to an advantage where you're not losing the real aspect of what it is to be a human being. It's okay to be socially subscribed, yes. But when does your subscription come to a point where it's like you're limiting your intake of how much of it you take in? Because little do we know, even with social media, what you scroll through and look at absorbed on a daily, even if you're in a good mood, it's still going to affect you. Like you're going to have some type of perspective on it, which is why some people take a social media fast. With everything going on in society, especially with the pandemic and like the way things are still with Black Lives Matter, because Black Lives still matter and please still arrest the killers who killed Breonna, the officers who killed Breonna Taylor's. And I said killers first because that's what they are. But the officers who killed Breonna Taylor, why are we almost into a whole nother year? We're about to be a year into this girl's death and there's still no justice. Yes, her parent, her family might've got that settlement, but money doesn't subside for the actual life that was lost for this girl's life. And you still have these, these killers out roaming free doing their day to day. No, 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 no. Okay. But like, Take what you have, like I've learned as well running a business that what I post on my business page, I'm not posting on my personal. Some of what I post on my personal, I might post my business because that's where I have bigger followers, but it's to engage and get more of a following for my business page. But I still have, I feel like because I was privileged enough to be in the college of business, I was able to have the opportunity to learn how to be of a business mindset to know how how to develop those interpersonal skills how to develop that you know attentive and uh you know active listening to be well aware you know what i'm saying and to gauge and working in customer service for so long at capital one 360 having to deal with different personalities of different customers and having to gauge their needs of what they need for me that day on 200 phone calls a day I think also helped engage that. But I feel like they don't put that enough in curriculums to teach kids. Like how we had back in the day, we had professional development and like, you know, you had all these different courses like home ec, that kind of stuff where it taught you how to be an actual, you know, functioning human socially and not be socially awkward. Some of y'all today still are socially awkward and it shows. It really shows because some of y'all is just like, damn, you really didn't. You must have not had friends in kindergarten because you would know better than to do that. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be a little bit of judgment, but it'd be facts, though. So, it's like, I feel like our next generation is being impacted by this because all they now have are social media subscriptions. Like, my godson was trying to have a social uh, uh, Instagram at 10. For what? What is your Insta? What you got to tell people that they need to see? I think I seen a video with a little girl trying to shake her behind, twerking and stuff, legs wide open. Her mother finally caught it, and she got beat on camera. Because she's like 10 years old, over here doing all the sexually explicit things. Um, Given that's what it, a lot of the music is about today. But it's just like, as a little girl, stop trying to grow up. Like, why are you trying to grow up so fast? And I even have to sometimes be mindful of what I post on my social media, on my Instagram. Because my nieces and nephews follow me, as well as some of these little kids I used to babysit. Like, who are now, like, teenagers. So I gotta be mindful of what I post. Hence why some of my stuff goes to my close friends because like y'all don't need to see this because I don't know if y'all watching my story or not. You know what I'm saying? Like some things are not meant for kids' eyes, and this is why kids growing up so fast, being grown, and then grown folks' conversations because y'all not limiting them. Like we were told, go upstairs when y'all see grown folks talking, you have nothing to be a part of. You're to be seen and not heard. And saying, given that's not a logic, but when you see grown folks coming together. You knew that was your cue to go take your black behind upstairs and you knew what it was. Do not come back down for no reason whatsoever. Take what you need now and I better not see you again. Social media allows you to be more into people's lives and make opinions. Not saying that they're valid and most of them are unsolicited. And you're sitting here like, oh, well, let me tap into this. Let me tap into that. Nah, like, so this generation has been so fixated on social media. It's like, I, I really ever see kids that are now on their iPads. They might be doing something educational, which is true. But there's always an electronic, whether they want to play games on your phone or something. They, they don't do what we do. Like, they don't go outside like that and play and ride bikes or go to another friend's house. That was our entertainment. It was there. We would watch TV from time to time. But remember, we had just got the video uh, iPods and all that and MP3 players in the early 2000s. We wasn't even, we used to burn CDs. Like, that's how far we've come. I still have my case of burn CDs. We used to burn CDs. We used to have Walkmans that had CD players. You used to buy, you know, buy the actual CD to, you know, support the artist. Which now it's like you got streaming. Like, it, uh, we'll get into that. It's so, it's so vastly different. Like, and I feel like it, it's impacted the music culture as well with social media for a good and a bad way because you can promote yourself. Like... You can do reels now. Promote yourself. Promote your business. I think that's pretty much what's keeping a lot of artists or people in the entertainment and hospitality area um, afloat is because you now have subscriptions where you have stuff like, you know, Patreon or where you can charge people for your time and still, you know, do your craft or what you love to do, but still, you know, make some type of income. That's major. On top of the fact of the matter is, like, you can promote. Let's say you got a new album coming out. You can promote the album. And because people can share and, you know, it's like word of mouth, it, it, it's, it's great to see. It's great to see. And then you have trolls who make life difficult. Like, it, it makes no sense either. So it's like, it's a catch-22. It's, it's, but these this next generation, I'm curious to see when they get to college how their social skills are. Because some of them now who were, like, born in 2000, when the like Y2K hit, who are like 20, are like socially awkward. My niece is not one of them, thank goodness, because she's always been a bookworm. But a lot of these kids don't know how to communicate. And it shows. It shows. Um, and it might be crippling them in, a, in, in the long run. Like I said, we are the millennial bridge generation. A lot of us born in like the 90s, late 80s. Um, because like I said, email, be in chat rooms, given we didn't know how dangerous those things were and we're so naive, but chat rooms, 
used to be hit. Like, that used to be the thing. But, like, I think that's how they were able to find more pedophiles, too. Chat rooms were pretty much a catfish. <laughs> Speaking of such, another thing with social media subscriptions. Catfish, a whole show based off social media of somebody telling you or social subscriptions. Somebody telling you who they are and they're really not who they say they are. That's crazy. That's not crazy to y'all. Remember back in the day, your parents used to be like, don't get in the car with strangers um, or whatever and just talk to random strangers. Well, look, now we're at a place where we have random strangers either bringing us food, DoorDash, or we're getting in car with random strangers and talking to them, Uber, Lyft, etc. You see how this is like full circle coming around now? Like, y'all probably didn't think about stuff like that. Like, your parents used to tell you stuff like that and now look at what it is. And it's all because of social subscriptions. We now have it right here at the fingertips in our mini computers, which are our phones, who let us tap into everything, whether it be, you know, nationwide or worldwide. Right now, it's the whole vote campaign. Please, please vote. Vote. Vote, people. Um... Where people are pushing for the campaign to remind those to vote. If you're like younger, 18 years old, and this is your first time voting, to me, I feel like this voting for y'all, if you turn 18 and you're not registered to vote, it's the issue because I know for us, when I turned 18 in 2008, which is, yes, the year Barack Obama got elected as president, it was major. So you're about to be a part of history if you're able to get Donald Trump out of office and you're able to actually, we'll have our first black VP in office. Like if you're able to make that impact, do it. Do it. We need you. We really need y'all here at the polls no matter what. Absentee ballot. Just just vote, people. Just vote. Um, that's what I was saying. Like, And I feel like, you know, like I said, with chat rooms, we didn't know. But I feel like also with Instagram, you have Instagram models and stuff like that. People who are just social, socially subscripted. Which just means like they base their whole careers off social media. And like, this is how clout comes about. See what I did? I should be a rapper. Clout comes about. Clout is more so of a thing where it's like you're doing something just to get recognized and social media is how you're doing it. Like a lot of people have built their careers off social media and I'm not knocking them, but it's like clout chase. You have clout chasers, people who really will do anything. Like most of the time trolls on people who are on social media who are so vested are people who are upset with themselves or in reality want to say something negative because they know you're going to respond and it might be able to get them the fame or numbers or ratings for them to get the followers like that kind of stuff like people who be dating other people knowing that they're not really in relationships with them but just do it because it's a look excuse me for social media clout chasing clout chasing generation is what i call anybody born after 95 y'all can judge me i don't care i said what i said and i meant what i said when i said it a lot is done for likes and for social satisfaction. And it's unfortunate, but hey, this is where we're at. Um, I can even say it's like that for the Greek world mainly is why I'm saying that. Because a lot of stuff that I see on social media and I be looking at the Greek world, I be like, this is what we've come to. Damn, real, real different from when I crossed. And given it's going to be some type of changes and some of it is positive. Don't get me wrong. Some of it's positive. Some of it I'll just be like cringing. It's cringeworthy. Um, but it, it, it's a lot. I, I just feel like if you're going to use social media and that's going to be your, your platform, just at least know your network and know how to net worth get so you can increase your net worth. If you want network, make sure it matches with your net worth because putting all that time to social media and be socially vested and there's nothing coming out of it and you're not building nothing to help acquire, let's see, another stream of income or impact a life or build a part of your legacy, then what are you on it for? I mean, you could be on it for, for, you know, shits and giggles, which is fine. But, like, 
what what's the sole purpose? Because I network, like I've networked with so many of my sororers from our social media and built relationships and bonds with them outside of it. And we haven't even met yet still in real life. And it's like a bond that's for real, for real. You just, you just got to use it to your advantage. I just feel like, um, and I feel like we are emotionally invested in it because if you don't got enough likes, you going to delete the picture. I'm guilty of it. I'm like, uh, yeah, that didn't hit. Like I wanted it to hit delete. But it's more so of like, eh, I really don't care about posting this anyway. So it is what it is kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And like people really get in their feelings. Like I told y'all my ex really got in his bag, beat my ass, broke into my apartment because his friends were commenting on my social media, on my Instagram, leaving comments about a picture I posted. And he felt some type of way about it. Like that just shows that that's the greatest depiction and example I have of how invested people are emotionally in social media. You get blocked, it's going to be an issue. It's going to be, you get muted, it's going to be an issue. You don't comment, it's going to be an issue. You don't tell happy birthday to somebody and you know it's their birthday, it's going to be an issue. You follow somebody who follows somebody else, you can see who they follow. Like, it's, it might be an issue, but they don't want to rock with you. Like, it's so many layers to this social media thing or the social subscriptions that it's like, are you on the, how are you getting billed? Are you getting billed weekly? Are you getting, okay, and this is what I say, social subscriptions. Are you getting billed weekly with their social media subscriptions? Are you getting billed daily? Are you getting billed monthly, semi-annually, quarterly, yearly? Because it all makes a difference. Let's say, for instance, you're getting billed daily. That means every day, all day, is all you do with social media. You have no other aspect. You have nothing else to be able to just separate and tie yourself from. So you're pretty much billing your time and your life on social media day after day after day. Because time is money. So you're billing... You're billing for something that you're doing, maybe either whether you're getting income, where you're having paid partnerships, but that's pretty much how you live your life. Then you have those who are billed weekly. You get billed weekly is because, you know, you're, you might be like me. You're on social media, but you're pretty much lurking. Like, I'm nosy. I'll tell you. So nine times out of ten, if y'all see me, y'all don't really be seeing me post on my actual profile because I'm going through your story trying to be nosy. Sometimes I'm nosy. Sometimes I coincidentally really care what people do and want to go through their IG story because most of the times I don't um which is probably why the same few people come up because they're people I know in real life and like I know that they're not trying to flex on this social media app or I'll post some of my stuff that I'm because I'm bored I'm like you know what I'll give you some entertainment for today like and there's days I don't post at all and there's days I don't go on social media at all like so I'm a weekly builder I'm gonna be on there at some point throughout the week but it's not enough to really charge it where it's like I'm getting paid for being on there or it's a social subscription where I have to pretty much charged for my time on a daily basis. Now, given we're in a pandemic, I've been on there more than usual and I've been painting more than usual, which means I'm promoting my business more than usual. So I've been on my, a lot of my business grind, um, being an entrepreneur and spreading that word as well as promoting and uplifting my friends, which y'all see I do regularly. Like that's what I do on my social media. It's more like of an inspo kind of thing. It's never more of a, oh, let me find something negative or something crazy to just post, like that type of thing. Then you have people who are billed monthly. They go on social media, they barely post, but it's not like it's, I'll do it when I feel like I want to be bothered. So that's how they're vested. You have the quarterly who was like, I'm on here every few months. If that, I'll probably deactivate my page majority of the time and then I'll come back. Like my my Virgo bestie, Sim, yes, I'm putting her out there. She'll be on Instagram, but she won't post. And only she'll post is because her birthday just passed. Other than that, she don't be on social media. She'll be on Twitter, but she won't be on Instagram. And I feel like that also makes a difference too. Like it depends on where you feel like you're going to get the most joy out of being it where you know it's not going to drain you. 
Instagram is where I can go. Twitter is, uh, it'll drain me because it's so much emotional stuff most of the time. Or like, in the moment thoughts that I'm like, I can't consume this. Instagram's more so, oh, a picture's worth a thousand words. Let me create my own story or let me try to understand the story you're trying to depict. So Sim's one of those monthly subscribers. She's like, yeah, I'm here, but I'm not here. And I'm only here to check in and make sure that the people I do know that's on here is good. That's it. So she's one of those quarterly. Then you have semi-annual people who's like, I just deal with it when I want to. And I'll come back to it like maybe twice a year. Then you got people who do it with it annually. I only come around on my birthday or a New Year's. And then after that, I'm ghost for the rest of the year. Like, and no posting ghosts. Like, literally, like that. It all depends. But I just feel like it's time. So if you're not using your time wisely, then it's, it's like I said, it's a waste. Um, and it could dictate your day-to-day. Like, social media fasting is something I try to do every so often. Because sometimes you need a break. Like, it's tr- like it's draining. Because what you consume without even knowing it affects your emotional stability or where you're at mentally. And I be having to take a fast, you know, from time to time because it's so much cancel culture, which is now a new thing. Cancel culture out here, you know, you canceling people because for the culture because they not abiding by it or do something stupid. Um, but there's a lot of careers that have been built on it, like B. Simone, Jess Hilarious, DC Young Fly. Those are just the name of a few where they pretty much they get put into cancel culture because pretty much without the culture of social media, they probably wouldn't have been as big as they are because we pretty much dominate and created their careers for them um, by one share, one retweet, one post. And boom, here it is. Like, I don't know if y'all ever know the girl Kiara Love. She's a young rapper. Um, it took social media. She was always rapping, which I knew she was underground because I'm from back in New York. But it took one post of her doing a remake of one of her uh, one post of her posting her on her page and we know cardi b has mad followers and now kiara loves pretty much in her whole career of music business like that's all it takes bad girls club come on now a lot of bad girls have a whole lot of followers and stuff now to this day look at the claremont twins why because they were on social media like they've been social social disruption was one of the seasons which is where dream doll was on when she got kicked off the second episode built her whole career like, this is what we're, this is what it's come to. Like, it's major. And we have, then we have dumb things as well as like the versus battles, which I love and have been adoring since this pandemic. Um, last one being Auntie Gladys and Patti LaBelle. Oh, my heart was in such joy. Such joy. That one, Brandy versus Monica. Ways to bring us together because we are in a pandemic without, you know, having to you know, do the actual in-person situation. So I, I feel like that's, that's been a benefit. You know, you had Jill Scott versus Erica Badu, Fred Hammond versus Kirk Franklin. It, it, it's just been, it's, it's been a joy. It's been a joy to have that, um, to be socially subscribed to that. So that's, that's been dope as well. So again, it's all about what you, what you want to do. And then, I mean, you know, pandemonium and this social pandemic is what I call it because social media has had, entrepreneurs out the wazoo come out lately because listen some people's way of living was socially was disrupted because of this pandemic so they got to find other means to try to make some money and try to make 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 it make it do what it do and i'm here for it sometimes i just don't feel like where we need to be socially subscripted where you let society force their social norms onto you where it's like so-and-so bought a house at 20 and close on in a house in a three-bedroom house like i'm only i'm just 20 years old okay and if you're that same 20 year old still living at home with your parents 
but you're stacking, but you know you have a better and you're in school trying to have a better life. Ain't nothing wrong with you either. Like the societal pressures are crazy. Like, and I've had people do this to me now that I'm 30. Oh, you're 30 girl. You're getting up there in age. You need to have a kid. Baby, for all you know, how you know I don't have, God forbid, I had endometriosis. How do you know I have, you know, uh, ovarian cysts? How do you not know that I'm not, you know, able to carry full term and I keep ha- I've had miscarriages is why I don't have a kid, but have been pregnant prior. You don't know this. So that's why I'd be like, societal norms, stop letting people place, place those pressures because social media does that. Oh, well, I made an OnlyFans and I made this much money, so you want to judge it. Da-da-da-da. Like, stop it. Stop it. I'm 30, I don't have kids yet, and what if I to say I wanted kids? What if I don't want kids? What if I want to just be that fly-ass auntie who just spoiled everybody else's kids that I can return to them, and I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't want them. What if that's something, because not every, just because people don't have kids, some people don't have kids because they don't see fit for them being as, as a parent. Some people aren't fit to be parents, and they know this, and that's quite all right too. Stop putting a label and trying to rush somebody's process. Like, I used to think 30 was old. Now my ass is 30 and I'm like, yeah, girl, you far from old. You living in your prime. Like, this is my prime time to just really do me and really be a, a mature adult and, like, make better decisions and do it logically where it's like, yeah, you know what you want. You know how you want it. And let's not BS. Like, given I do want kids, but what's meant for me is meant for me. So whenever it's my time to go ahead and God allows a, a, a kid to be placed and I get to be somebody's mommy, you guys will be the last to know. <laughs> no, seriously, you guys will be the last to know because I'm not posting my kid like at all. Like y'all probably won't even know I'm pregnant. I probably won't even post myself being pregnant. If I do, it might be off the strength of, eh, I don't want y'all worrying about me too much since y'all caring about what I'm doing and not how I'm doing. Let me just give y'all a little razzle dazzle. But you know what I'm saying? Like, stop forcing it. Like, stop forcing it. Like, I know people who's in their 30s and some of them still living at home with their parents, but they stacking and grinding because they entrepreneurs and to take on that other bill is not something on their plate. Like, live your life for you. Move how you want to move. Stop being so socially subscripted to social media that you forgot what real life is and how life was before social media existed. Like, it's okay to be you. It's okay to be authentic. Um, like I said, Black Lives Matter, Breonna Taylor's killers are still on out there free. I don't know. I think that's another thing that's been draining. Always constantly seeing another death or hearing about another travesty, whether it be in the trans community, somebody's getting bullied or killed or somebody committing suicide because they just feel like, you know, social media has been bully, cyberbullying. Like, it's just so many aspects and avenues to this, um... But, you know, it, it has its benefits. It has its benefits. It has its pros and its cons. And it's all up to you on how you want to go ahead and flourish in it. Simple as that. So, if you're going to be social media vested, make sure that your net work and your net worth match up. Because as you get older, that's really all that matters. The whole network kind of thing is the major part to the net worth. Because somebody's going to, you're going to forever need somebody and to be able to do something, even if you want to build your own business, you're going to need supporters. You're going to need patrons. You're going to need how you're going to do that. Word of mouth, social subscriptions. You're going to have to do it. Word of mouth is the best tool for promotion. And it's all about who you know, not what you know, too. And I have a couple people I know in some um, high places. And I definitely take knowledge and try to learn from them on how to be able to incorporate and build my net worth. Yes, 
I do. And there's nothing wrong with learning. But if you're going to be social media vested, make it worth your time. As I say, oh, as I always, ugh, can't even talk right now. <laughs> as I always say on air, let's keep it real. Well, that was social subscriptions. You know, just a little thoughts I've had on my mind, you know, just to be real about it. Um, But hopefully you guys had a great week. As I always say on air, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. Just be real over and out.